You're listening to the Build Shaves Podcast, presented by Midco Sports Network. It's October, the best time of year if you're a sports fan in North Dakota, especially if you've got Midco SN. Tune in for live college and high school football, volleyball, and soccer from around the region, plus the return of UND Hockey at the Ralph and on the road, and the debut of North Dakota Hockey Central, a new original Friday night show dedicated to the program you love to follow. It's all on Midco Sports Network. This is how we do sports, and this is the Build Shaves Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Build Shaves Podcast, taping this on the first day of October, a Monday morning inside the best college hockey facility slash best hockey facility in the country slash the world, Ralph Engelstad Arena. Excited to come to you in a chilly Ralph this morning alongside UND Athletics Director Bill Shaves, producer David Folsky. I'm Alex Seinert. Hockey's back, Bill, and, and we're here in the building to prove it. Where did the nine months go in 2018? Holy cow, we're in October. No. Whoa, it goes fast. Um, yeah, I know. It's exciting for sure. Uh, um, team will be uh, playing their exhibition on on Saturday and uh, in this uh, beautiful uh, facility. And, yeah, it's it's all here, Alex. I mean, uh, you know, and once once hockey starts, it that kind of, uh, you know, kind of umbrellas all of the other sports mm-hmm. because of, the, you know, I think we mentioned it last week, because it starts 1st of October yeah. and goes all the way past the final four if you're ever so lucky enough to be at the frozen four so um but you know our uh, we're excited about it for sure and you know one exhibition game and then uh and then it's game on right then you're right into it you have not a lot of time to get ramped up for the season for these guys not that they need it though that's the one neat thing i think yeah. about this sport is that this this group especially here at und it's kind of a well-oiled machine and they kind of go year-round even though the coaches aren't aren't able to be involved because of ncaa rules because of captains practices and everything else these guys do they can hit the ground skating, if you will, without too much trouble. Yeah, you know, you think about it, really. If you think about pretty much all of our sports, they're pretty much doing the same thing yeah. in, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, I, I, I still, um, it's still crazy to me to some degree that, you know, football just goes too. you know, mm-hmm. no exhibition game. So you're just week one and, you know, you got, you know, maybe four new key people in certain spots and you're like, Okay, here we go. We'll find out. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, you know once uh, once hockey uh, kicks in, obviously, then then it's kind of on, right? Because you still you're you're um, you're balancing obviously uh, a football season and all of your fall sports, and then uh, and then right around the corner, you're knocking on the door with the basketballs yeah. as well. Yeah, and then part of it too. The fun thing about this time of year. You know, those those fall sports are now all in conference play. Yep. And you get those games matter a little bit more. And every game obviously matters so much in, in college hockey. And you get conference tournaments, you know, for cross country is just around the corner. Like all these things are happening. It's a fun month. It, it is. You know, it, you know, you may, you bring a good point. I, I wasn't even really thinking about that. If you think of college football, right, so you had a couple top tens in the FBSs this mm-hmm. week. And so those become to some degree playoff games. But as we saw at the end of last year, always the last at large in the pairwise is it could come down to one win one, one win one, one win yep, that's and, and you know takes. what one win you need could be in october that's right that's absolutely true <laughs> you know yeah. and so so you know you don't think you know oh hey it's only october it's a, yeah but this just in only one team's going to go to st paul and win yeah so so again now you're you know obviously there's a number of uh you know uh teams in our, in our league that are uh have aspirations to play in, in in that top 16 at the end and so um so every game does count and it does matter we are in the ralph today because it is hockey media day getting set to hear from brad Berry and some of the guys momentarily over off to our 
left in one of the club lounges here at the Ralph. This is a sport that you you love, and you've got a hockey background. Uh, Tana, talk me through, and we, we've talked a little bit about this on the pod before, but what about this sport in general do you really enjoy? What do you get a kick out of with, with the game of hockey, Bill? You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think every sport has its own kind of culture, and, and um but I think having kind of grown up with it and, and having some, some friends that uh, played it at, at a pretty high level, and uh, I don't know, you just appreciate they're pretty humble guys that um, that that really the, the game itself is just, there's so many physical games that we play, or I should say sports, right? But um, but this is a pretty um, taxing sport for sure, and um, and it's just a, it's a long, it's a, you know, it, it's both finesse, speed, physical it seems like has all those attributes and you know you got to combine it all in one and uh and, and if you if you don't have one of those uh attributes this is going to be a tough sport for you <laughs> you know i mean True, not, to yes. ma- not to mention you have to skate right and, know, and it's all and, nice yeah and, exactly. and that's the truth i mean yeah. you know so i mean that can you know kind of knock out a number of folks even thinking about playing now obviously in grand forks it's a little bit different story and mm-hmm. or maybe in new england but um but at the end of it all uh, it's just you know there's just a, a lot of boxes you need to check in in this particular sport and i always find it interesting too because you know you're going to have some late bloomers as well you know some 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 uh you know kids are going to uh you know find where their their natural i guess uh growth is going to be maybe even you know later teens and mm-hmm. so it's just it's fascinating and then you know kind of the the whole billet situation and and, and it just, there's a lot of nuances to it yeah, that's, that's what sure. i'll say so you're saying now for example now you mentioned again this is something you have to really have a lot of different skills a lot of different attributes and be able to do it with with skates on your feet Jalen Ramsey the all pro cornerback from from Jacksonville a couple weeks ago mentioned that if he had six months and he can't he said I can't skate right now but in six months if I learned how to skate I'd be an NHL player you'd saying Jalen maybe maybe not maybe Jalen's overestimating his ability and underestimating I, how difficult it but, is to but, be uh, a don't, player. But don't you think, though, there's there's these one percenters? And that the is one, yeah, there's, true. There's, there's yeah. some one percenters out there that I do I do believe to some degree if they pick something up, if they wanted to go bowl a 300 game, they'd figure yeah. out how to bowl a 300 game mm. if they put the time into it. Now, sure. I, I think there's there's a thought out there that I think there's a 10,000-hour thing, too, right, to be mm-hmm. proficient, and, uh, and and so there's, there's that, too. But I think there's some um, folks out there that have incredible natural ability. I, I wouldn't doubt him, but I would say, mm, uh, well, good for him. I yeah. mean, he's confident. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> he is that. That would be that'd be a good word to describe, Mr. Ramsey. Um, what's your read on the team this year? I should ask you, you've been around a little bit uh, yeah. with practice. I've talked to the coach a little bit. What do you think? Uh, the the plan is for 2018-19. What should we expect from North Dakota hockey coming up this year? Bill? You know, I, that's a good question. I I, I would assume. The way things uh, ended last year probably um, put a little sour taste in uh, some of these guys' mouths would be my guess. Um, and so probably maybe that, that workout, um, you know, in, in May, so to speak, maybe, or June has a, had a little bit more vigor to it. Sure. If that's, And I'm not saying that, you know, any less that others did previous to that, but certainly it was just, you know, disappointing, I, I think, for, for that uh, team last year as to what transpired at the end. And so that may fuel you for a little while. But that that that's not going to get you through yeah. the whole entire season. So I don't know. I, I'm always you know cautiously optimistic. I know how difficult our schedule is, and uh, you know the other piece of the puzzle is you know you're always going to have uh, you know teams get up for you as well. Yeah. And so so you got to fight through that. I, I you know what 
I, I think as long as knock on wood, you know, you, you, all the all the cliches you want to say in the world, you know, as long as, you know, we, we don't have hit the injury bug or something to that effect or something occurs, you know, I think these guys are looking, uh, you know, to have a great, great season. And I expect, you know, nothing less. I'm optimistic going in. Yeah, North Dakota picked to finish third in the NCHC this year in the preseason polls, picked 11th right now in the country. And most of the, well, the only, I mean, the only one that's out right now, the USCHO.com poll. And that's, I think, typical of where at this point when North Dakota's, you know, losing some talent, bringing some guys in that yep. are talented, it's kind of a, a, a normal spot for them, at least in the last couple of seasons, when they didn't have the majority of a national title team coming back or a lot of first-round guys that are part of the yeah, roster. Yeah, and unless something really dramatic happens to your roster, you're pretty much going to – the preseason poll is going to mirror what you what's going to – Yeah, I mean, not pretty much. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's kind of what's going to happen. So, not surprising. I, I think it's probably – apt, if you will. Yep. But I mean, you know, hey, it's all going to play itself out. For sure. Well, we're excited to see the first chapter in that story of the 2018-19 season this Saturday night, October the 6th, taking on the, the typical rival from Manitoba in, in an exhibition play. UND's had a lot of success, of course, against the Bisons from up north uh, the last couple of years. And it will be probably a similar story, but a good tune-up to see some new guys on the ice that the fans have not seen before. And a chance just to get back in this building and experience this atmosphere and get ready for what should be an exciting season with a lot of big-time games coming up here yep. in this place. Even if it's even if it's just, you know, one game for exhibition, it gets the it gets the new guys in, you know, obviously get the uniform on yep. and kind of get in and into a game atmosphere. And no matter what happens, I mean, you're, you know, you, you can kind of tinker with some things as well. And so obviously the game doesn't necessarily quote-unquote count. So um, I, I think that's really helpful, and that'll help us for the following week. I'm looking forward to that for sure coming up this Saturday. And again, all those games, if you can't if you can't get a ticket, if you can't make it, all those UND home, home hockey games this season, with the exception of two that will be picked up nationally by CBS Sports Network, will be live on Midco Sports Network. So excited to be a part of that for year seven of our partnership. Year seven, year eight? I'll have to look at that. One of the two, seven or eight. We've been around for about a decade with, with UND and Midco SN, so excited for another year on the call with that. Chance to look back now at a very impressive weekend for North Dakota athletics. I would say this was a weekend where everybody got right. Everybody got back on track after maybe a tough week the week before. Football, we'll start with football. You were with the football team out mm -hmm. in Greeley, Colorado. I was. UND coming off a tough defeat to Idaho State. Mm -hmm. Boy, did they look good on Saturday against the Bears, a big 38-13 to 13 victory over UNC. Yeah, you know, I'll say this is, you know, you had a UNC team that was 0-4, mm -hmm. so they, they certainly wanted to turn the tide as well, and they're at home. And so, you know, we're coming off, a, obviously, a tough loss. And, you know, I, I thought leaving the Alaris that Idaho State was pretty good. And yeah. we said it last week. Yeah. And you know what? And, and they kind of proved that they, they went to Pocatello and, and kind of handed it to NAU a little bit. And so uh, almost put up 50, right? They put up 49. 50, 56 was oh, the 56, final. 42, 56, that's right. 42. That's right. It was 49 yeah. for a while, yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's right. They did put 50 up. And so, uh, you know, that's a I, – I think it's going to um, – I, I think by the – Years end, you're going to find out that that's a pretty good Idaho State team. Now, having said that, I think our team still was disappointed in what yeah. transpired, and and so you know we went down there and we've been able to run the ball on UNC, and uh, and that's been kind of the recipe for us. And and fortunately, we were able to do that. And, and honestly, in that game, uh, you know, if you can have that type of success you just keep handing it off. Yeah. And so that's what kind of happened. And to be able to uh, kind of go a week without John playing helps, I think, now with the bye week. And it's kind of situated nicely for mm -hmm. us, kind of in the middle of the season, right? I guess you could have gone one more game and maybe you've gone, you know, just over 50% of the season. But this 
timed well, and from what I'm gathering, if I look back, you know, I, the buy hasn't been so well timed <laughs> in recent years. Is that fair? That would be accurate. Now, well, this is the first time they've had an open week since 2015 in the middle of the season. They've had it at the end of That's the year, hard. each of the last two years. Yeah, and that with all the injuries that they've had, it's uh, I think the guys are really excited to just get a chance to heal up a little bit now in between when you, when you have a game coming up in a couple of weeks instead of having one at the end of your campaign. Well, it gives you it gives you the natural break in the season too. It, yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. can kind of take it now. You know, you, I, I I think I think coaches will will generally probably take it maybe in thirds. But I mean, sure. this one you can kind of take in a half chunk, right? Mm-hmm. Your first five and then your and last six. six. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, but this gives you just an awesome opportunity to heal up a little bit. And knock on wood, hopefully we'll get a couple guys back. We'll see, you yeah. know. And uh, and if that's the case, then uh, we'll see what ends up happening with John. I thought, you know, that the coaching staff did a really good job with him. You know, I start the game, see how things are progressing. And if there's a chance that maybe it gives him two weeks off, mm-hmm. which ends up becoming three weeks, right. mm-hmm. that gives you a chance. So, uh, so knock on wood, hopefully uh, we'll have a, uh, you know, a great kind of a rest week this week and they can kind of focus in on some studies and all that type of stuff. And then what's awesome about it, too, is that we're at home. Right, exactly. And so now you don't even have to go on the road mm-hmm. after the buy. So, so that it, it, it's well-timed, well-earned, and, uh, and <laughs> well-needed. <laughs> uh, just, just to clarify a couple of things, Bill talking about John Santiago, who, who played great against Idaho State, was hobbled a little bit at the end of that game with a knee issue. Not serious. That's right. But enough where they held him out of practice for most of last week and then decided, hey, like you said, Let's not push this if you don't have to. And he didn't have to because James Johannesson rushed for over 140 yards. Brady Oliveira rushed for 120. They combined for 351 on the grounds, over 60 carries. You know, it it works out great when the game plan works in your favor that you can give an All-American running back a rest and have two guys step in I know and, and combine for over 250 yards on the ground like that's Im- impressive stuff and a testament to how good the offensive line played as well but how good the depth is at that position and it really was a kind of a bruising sort of yeah. rushing style you know yeah. it's, a, it's be one of those things that if, if kind of John got a crease and he was gone mm-hmm. for 50 but it wasn't that type of game yeah. it was really kind of a you know a, watching the Steelers and Ravens last night it kind of had that, <laughs> it was that. Sort of that yes, bruising it was. sort of yep. style and you know that can be really difficult on an opponent and and so you know kudos to our offensive line and uh defense you know obviously stepped up played played very very well so it was uh you know it was an exciting game for the uh for football and uh you know we've got other people rolling around here we're gonna <laughs> clean the ice a little bit or or manage the ice which is all good well this is yes if you hear the buzz in the background sorry we got the uh, the auger going out there the ralph of course was home to cirque du soleil this past week they had a little ice show and you can still see some of the markings out here. Obviously, the ice is not ready for play. The hockey team has been practicing over on the Olympic rink here at the Ralph. So apologies for some of the, the buzz you're going to hear in the background probably for the next, well, perhaps the duration of this podcast. What do you do? What do you do? It's real. It's, the great ones is, adjust. This is life, Yeah, and, and so just know that that's where we are. <laughs> and, you know, just uh, hang in there with us. Uh, uh, football now 3-2 and two on the season. As you said, going into the bye First in a while, and then they get Montana. Big game coming up at home on October the 13th. Uh, and so we got that one circled, certainly. So a good chance for UND to really, again, test themselves against one of the best in the Big Sky. And they'll be a ranked Grizzly team, I think, right now. They're 17th in the country. That might move up after a big win for them again this weekend. So uh, good chance, though, again, like you said, you want to you play these good teams to get yourself ready to prove yourself again 
they'll get that chance coming up after a little bit of a break. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, much like what we said last week, Alex, is it, it, we've got six left, three at home, three on the road. Um, you know, if we, if we continue to progress, I feel good about all the games. Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of us, you know, having a shot, you know, on those that particular day, and in uh, um, you know, not turning it over, doing the things that that, that get you, unfortunately, a win or a loss. And so uh, we're excited about it. And uh, you're right. I don't know who the Grizzlies have this week. I didn't look at that. I uh, I didn't. They beat Cal Poly pretty yeah, good this past did. weekend. Yeah, I didn't see what they. I think they're home up. this week, and uh, we'll we'll figure that out before the end of the pod. Yes, we will. Yes, we'll get our research team on that. Uh, for one big win for football. Three big wins for volleyball yep. this past week. They took advantage of a three-game homestand with three big match victories, two of which coming in five sets this past week. So 6-0 and at home now. Uh, and, yeah, I, you know, it's almost, and not to put words, I guess, in my mouth that has maybe come from Coach Pryor, but it is a set-by-set -set sort yeah. of um, evolution with the with the program and uh what i was impressed with obviously i was on the road in Greeley, so i didn't catch the last two but here at the ndsu match as difficult as the ending of the fourth set was mm -hmm. and i think what did ndsu reel off maybe four straight five, five, five straight, straight yeah it was match points and yep the five straight back, yep. and so but to come back and uh and kind of flush it in mm -hmm. win in five, I, I was pretty impressed. And now, you know, who knows what that'll all do for us down the road. But when you've got a team that's evolving, that the, that's a pretty good uh, outcome. I would say so. And that's in that in that match, you could see the emotion. And again, we always talk about volleyball, kind of like hockey, kind of like a lot of different sports. It's such a game of momentum. And you can lose points in a hurry and all Big of a time. sudden find yourself down. But you can gain it back quick as well when you can recapture that. And with this young team, you could see them go through some of those ebbs and flows really over the course of yeah. the weekend. And, and I'll, I'll say this. I, I thought NDSU played great that night. Yeah. I thought they played um, well within themselves. And, and then, you know, obviously our service errors were, were difficult. And, and I, I think yeah. we had 15. I think so. Which, yeah. which basically is giving them the final set. Yeah. And so, so from that perspective, there's a lot that we can kind of hopefully clean up as we're going forward. But, hey, how do you get experience? Through those games. You go through those games. Yep. Absolutely. So a big, couple big wins there. Uh, and, and it was cap, capped off with a big 3-0 sweep, by the way, on Saturday over South Dakota State. So UND now 12-8 and on the season, 4-1 and in conference. There are still three undefeated teams in the Summit League in volleyball play right now, and we get two of them coming up this week, a road game against Omaha on Friday. And then a big home match on Sunday against Denver, who's 14 and one, four-time defending champ. So if you want a good, you know, you had a good chance to test this team at home against some good competition. Now they'll get a little bit of home and away against some of the best the league has. Should be on. fun. Uh, that Denver match, by the way, if you can't make it out, that one's on Midco Ascent as well. Looking forward to that coming up on Sunday afternoon. Soccer, by the way, they opened their Summit League account with a big win this weekend on the road in Tulsa against an Oral Roberts team that has been one of the best in the Summit. They haven't won that conference, but they've been one of the top four. They typically make the tournament every year. They get another clean sheet, a one nothing win. It took a little something, a little something special, Bill. It was a 40-yard yep. strike on a volley to win that game. But that's what it took, and, and they were able to lock down and get the job done in the end. Kind of like Daniel Sturridge. I was, I was glad you said it. Sort of like that, <laughs> right? Is that what? Is, that's all be, it takes. Because other Liverpool fans have shown me, and I know we're sliding to, 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 to our uh, side B for half it's a second. It's relevant, though. It's relevant, it in, relevant. The, in the conversation. Someone showed me that strike, and it was pretty oh. amazing. 
pretty oh. amazing. I mean, I, as, the, as, as we like to say, we use the term brilliant, yes. I believe. Is that fair? Yes, that would be fair. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Bill referencing Liverpool uh, in a 1-1 draw against Chelsea in, in a match of two top three teams in the EPL this weekend. I can Which only I was imagine. okay with. Yeah, it worked out pretty well for everybody. I think everybody wanted those two just to draw, and that's what happened. So Bill Spurs, by the way, sitting in fourth place right now after yep. a nice 2 nothing win over Huddersfield. But I, I just picture, after I read up the recap from Alec Johnson from, from the game down in Tulsa, and he mentioned it was a, a stunner from distance yep. from Brittany Mueller. And her first goal, by the way, in a UND uniform. And I just pictured the, the Daniel Sturridge goal, which was from about 35 yards out but with the left foot curling up and over uh, Chelsea's goalkeeper, whose name is Keepa, which is kind of fun. Yes. Aritha Bagala. But uh, I pictured it was the same. I'm sure that was exactly what Brittany Mueller's looked like. Same same situation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, um, you know, it was it was really good. And, and again, we continue to keep the clean sheet, which is uh, one. still yeah. two two goals all year, huh? That's it. Right? That is Amazing. It. Amazing. Good for them. So they take on Western Illinois and North Dakota State this week. A couple home matches on Thursday and Sunday. Uh, but again, 7-2-1. and one. 1-0-0 in conference. Again, a great start for Chris Logan and the crew on the soccer side. So, again, really a great weekend to get back on track yep. for all those programs. And as you said, now you get a chance to kind of look ahead. You get a, the conference season really for everybody in full swing. It's it's just – I keep going back to it, but October, there's just something fun when you turn the calendar. Even though the weather gets cold and we got to wear a coat indoors and all that good stuff, it's just the best time of year. And, and baseball, we got a crazy Monday. We're taping this on a Monday morning. You talk about October, not the flip to the B side completely here, but – Double tiebreakers in the National League. We get two tiebreaker games to decide who's playing who in the wild card and in the divisional round. Who gets a buy? I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. It's crazy. I, you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll go all in on the B side in a second. Let me mention one more okay, thing. One more thing. Yep, one sorry, more thing and, yes, uh, yes. Talk about the talk about the app. Yeah, please. and you know, I, so I, I've had a number of folks come up to me and, and say, and here's the good news. A number of folks have come up to me. Yeah. That, that is really good. Asking this one particular question, what is happening with our app? And um, our athletics app that, the, that our fan base has become so accustomed to and has been awesome for people. Sadly, you know, we, we, um, we, we have not been able to crack the nut yet to get the new one out into the marketplace at this point in time. We changed our uh, website provider on July 1. And as we were going through that, um, our communications and marketing staff has been diligent in trying to make sure that, you know, all the boxes have been checked on our end. Unfortunately, we don't control the, the yeah. end result. So we can push it inside the red zone. We can push it to the one-yard line. We can't punch it in. And so we're waiting. We're waiting for that to occur um, with our, our, our website provider and Apple. And so but between the two of them, knock on wood, hopefully it could it literally could be any day now. And so that's that's the hope that we're having yeah. as we're moving forward. Good, good to have the update on that because that is a great tool for people to have just to click on that thing and see what's going on. It's instant access to the website on your phone and – uh, hopefully that those things get across the line. Well, our sincere apologies. That is, you know, I, we had every um, thought process that it was going to be prior to the uh, first game of the year, literally. And so now we're sitting October 1, and we've missed the entire month of September. So we're, we're not excited about it. We're doing all we can do. We're trying to push and control and do the things we can do. But the reality of it is we're, we're, we're almost, uh, it's not in our control. Silicon Valley, Bill, just out to get us again. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> I just, you know, I, hey, there's probably something out there for all of us to, yeah. to, to think about. Pull some strings. You know some people oh, over there yeah, in that yeah, part of the yeah, world, yeah. Right? Yep, yep. Sure. 
see how that one goes. Uh, well, keep keep posting on that. Keep checking in on that. I'm sure when that does launch, there will be an announcement on the website so people will know, hey, we now will. you can download we that will. thing and get growing. Good. Parade, bells, whistles, all that all stuff. That, all that yep. good stuff. Good. Yep. Uh, one more house cleaning thing I looked up. Montana plays Portland State at home this coming Kay. weekend. So. Kay. Uh, a one in four PSU team that does not have a win against a D1 opponent this year. So probably a chance for them to get another win if you're the Grizz and yep. come in with a little bit of momentum into that game in Grand Forks. But just a reminder, Montana, by the way, four and one right now. Their one loss was a road loss to Western Illinois. It was. They're not quite the same team away from Washington Grizzly Stadium. So we'll see. Yeah, and I don't know up. how you would be. Because, well, it, because exactly you have such right. an incredible yep. home field yep, advantage. Absolutely. So so at the end of the day, it will be an incredibly formidable, you know, historical team coming in. But, you know, our guys will be ready. Yeah, for sure. Any other A-side topics, Bill, that you want to hit on? I think we're good. I think we've we've knocked it out, um, both uh, looking back and forward. So we're good. Yeah, good. We kind of dipped our toe into the, the B-side a little bit, again, with, with – Major League Baseball with with the chase for October, the hunt is on in big in a big way. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. So a, a, as I saw that happen, I was like, what's perplexing to me is this: Why play the game? That's a sad. Yeah. I, that is a bad deal. Like what? Like if I'm we're playing each other 18, 19 times. If I've beaten you during the year, wouldn't that be the reason why you're, you would think you'd want to tie? Yeah. What, you know what I mean? Would you, the last thing you want to do is play a game, yeah. don't you? Well, especially because the – so, again, just, just if you're not paying attention to this. And when you listen to this, this will already be over. But Milwaukee's playing Chicago today because they tied in the NL Central. Colorado's playing the Dodgers because they tied in the NL West. It's essentially both one-game wild cards to see who wins the division. The winners of the divisions will then of – of these games today will go on and they'll get kind of automatic entry into the divisional round. The losers then have to play each other in a one-game wild card. So you basically have the season on the line – a win today means you guarantee yourself at least three more games. A loss, maybe you only get one more and you're done. And you're right. right. I, I'm not sure why the major leagues don't have a better tiebreaker system than, especially now that there's especially a one-game wild head. card. Especially yeah. head-to-head. I mean, you would think so. when, like, like if I go into the season, wouldn't it be like, hey, if you beat me 10-9 or whatever it is, I don't know if it's 19 games anymore or 18 I games. I believe for in-division. Yep, division should I be I think 19. it's 19, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, yep. but, but if I go up 10-9, well, I know it going in. Yeah. And that's the difference. Because now the team that's probably sitting there going, awesome, is Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, the the big winner today is Atlanta. Yep. And so it's like, I don't get it. I, I, I'm, I'm perplexed by that. Now, maybe baseball just wants that kind of, I don't know, yeah. excitement, if mm-hmm. you will. Maybe. But all the teams are in. I know. It's, it's weird. Yep. Uh, the biggest thing to me, too, you've played 162 games. And like you said, you've played 19 games against the team that you have to play one more game. And there's a guy. Yeah. The, yeah. the only time yeah. I would say that it made sense is if it was, say the division wasn't really good. Sure. And the team that lost was not going to get a wild card. Mm-hmm. Then I could say, absolutely. Then, then it's, a, it's a, hey, I either win the division or I'm out. Sure. But this one, all four are going to the playoffs. Yeah. Who are they going to pitch? Like, what would you do? If that was the Red Sox, what would you do? In all things if being we equal. Were, I mean, if you're in this situation, I think you have to win this game because if you don't win this game, so then, you pitch then, you're at a, then you're at a one game. Well, you know, because we've got, I, I, we've yeah, got just, dudes. It's, you know, we can throw. I get it, but would you? Yeah, I think so. I think hmm. you'd have to. I, I think it. That would be sad. It would be a little bit sad. But the thing is, if you lose this game, here's the thing. I always go back to this. It's only a must win in the context of, you know, when, if you lose this, then it is a must-win. So if you can win this must-win game, then you, get, you give yourself a, a series. 
instead right. of getting thrust I, into a winner go home. I, I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. I certainly there's a there's there's a um, absolute reason why you want to win the game. To, but I, I is that is it is it enough? Especially depending on how your pitching s- sets up. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. It's just odd to me. It really really <laughs> is. But anyways, all that to be said. They must have thought it through, and they must have thought the excitement of it all mm-hmm. o- overrides anything else. Well, I, I, I think you're right. I'm going to say that's probably where they're coming from in this. Uh, but I, but as a, as, a, as a fan at that point in time, I would say I, w- I wouldn't be excited about yeah, it. Just I, let us, yeah. Just, hey, if yeah. the Yankees beat you 11-7 or whatever it was or 11-8, you know what? You get it. You tip, get the division. Tip, tip the, th- then those games yeah. actually mean even more. Exactly. So yeah. there you go. I'm with you. On the AL side of things, again, the Red Sox are awaiting the winner of Oakland's and New York in the divisional round. No such tiebreaker to worry about in the AL. Uh, Sox, by the way, 10-9 and nine against New York this season. So, again, that was obviously a very close series throughout. Yep. A nice little four-game sweep in August that kind of gave us a Helped. little breathing space. Just 2-4 and four against Oakland, although those games took place earlier in the season. Um, they were a couple of two to two to one Oakland series wins, one on the road, one at yeah, home. Yeah, Oakland was really it, right around that time. It seemed like they were almost establishing themselves as one of those teams that it was like, holy cow, right? I mean, they're pretty good. And 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 the the the, got, the kid that got shut down, the lefty who no hit the Red Sox, Mania, Mania, however that goes. But he's been shut down. He would have been the starter, obviously. But um, but anyways, I'll tell you what. One game, anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way it is. New York hosting that that series. I, the second, I can't remember if it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday. They're they're both the second. I'm assuming they'll probably be Tuesday, I guess, because when Oakland plays New York, um, I'm assuming the NL teams get to have that that day off because they're playing today. And we play. Oh on yeah, that, that's correct. I th- correct. Be. But I I know that the Red Sox play on Friday. Sure. Okay. Friday Saturday. Perfect. Well, whether it's the A's or the Yanks, it'll be in Fenway, and hopefully those things work Well, it'll okay. be an easy and trip for either one of those teams. Way, yeah. Sure, because yep. sure, that's right, because Oakland's coming east anyway. So yep. looking forward to having the Red Sox in the postseason. Should be there's fun. Just, there's just something different about postseason baseball. It's just the best. And then we already kind of touched on soccer. Any any particular thoughts, anything you want to bring up from your Spurs life this weekend? No, nope. Harry Kane got a couple goals. Couple and, goals. Uh, you know, they. Uh, I, I do know this, it, it, again, um, because of all of those different tournaments it's kind of interesting the next couple weeks i guess they're talking about four matches in either eight or nine days and then wembley's not available and there's some pieces going on nfl game that's going to be there's some things happening and uh, they may have to play i I don't it's just it's kind of odd because it's kind of odd and and so you know those guys and and, and it's funny pochettino said it today uh or yesterday uh, or maybe even the day before i I post uh post match is that you know uh, our guys are not robots and and you know because there there's some guys that are getting some wear and tear and certainly the world cup i I almost think when you have the years with the world cup I, i almost think boy they could do a they could do a service to to those guys to give them a little bit more time yeah no, I agree. I mean, it's it's typically the year, in the club year after a World Cup year is always a little bit wonky because guys guys typically get injured a little more often. Guys need more rest, especially if you've had, even if your team doesn't get that far in the World Cup, you're still you know traveling. You're with your national team for the majority of the summer. You're still going through those training exercises that maybe normally you'd get a little bit of a break. And it, we've kind of seen that a little bit with some you know Kevin De Bruyne. He's been out for the last like two months. One of the best players in England who played with Belgium all the way up until the semifinals. 
you know, that, that, that type of thing happens. But for Spurs, you mentioned a compressed schedule. They basically shut it down. They scored two goals in the first half against a pretty bad Huddersfield team and just kind of shut it down because they've got Barcelona coming up on Wednesday in the Champions League. I know. You always have to have one eye on the next fixture. It's and then crazy. they've got another one this weekend, and I think they've got a, that, that Carabao Cup is back in game. <laughs> I, I, I kind of wish we just sort just of lose. found a way to lose yeah. that one because that, that, I think, has put us in a t little bit of tough situation as far as stadium is concerned sure. so and i think i, I don't know I, I i'm i'm still reading that it's still going to be november where they're going to open that stadium against chelsea so we'll see we'll see that was supposed to be last month against liverpool so yeah i mean I, hey keeps getting pushed you, back. You, you either get the ability to walk in or you don't i mean again <laughs> much like the app that's it's right. not in that's our true. control. That's right. So, you know, there's not much you can do. Yeah, the Cirque du Soleil people were there, and they kind of roughed the place up, and they were taking some time to get it all straightened out. It's a long story over there. <laughs> it is. It is. But the auger has uh, – <laughs> we, we've gone augerless right now, so we're good. <laughs> Just in time to wrap it all up for the week, unfortunately. That's right. But cool. Well, a big week coming up again with – yeah, uh, some a little mix of home, road, a lot of good stuff happening. So keep tunes uh, to the UND Fighting Hawks website. Check things up. Well, the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the last last thing for me is uh, I I believe is it Wednesday maybe somewhere in that vicinity. I think the NHL drops the puck, so we've got a lot yeah, of our right. yeah. lot of our UND right. guys will be uh, will be playing here uh, in the uh, this week. So uh, so good luck to all of them as they kind of start their their journey. That's a long journey too. Is, yeah, for sure. October to June. That's uh, that's a long time to be playing. I'll give you one more B side. Let, please. Let, let, let me get a little fired up right now. So I got a um, feeling I know what this is going to be. This about. is very sad in my world. Yeah. And so uh, I read it, and I had a few people kick it to me and say, this must be awesome. And it was, eh, not so much, is that Carolina is going to wear the Whalers uniform oh, twice in Carolina. And that is not exciting to me mm -hmm. as a former Whaler season ticket holder, is that, um, you know, that, that should be worn in Hartford. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I give, how should I say, the Carolina new ownership credit on one hand. Sure for reaching back into the past respecting the heritage but comma but <laughs> you could also say it could be that you want that out there so that it might help you yeah. with a few other things mm -hmm. and not that that's a bad thing mm -hmm. that that's a bad thing but that's um you know it's kind of interesting kind of interesting I, you know and so glass half full i am happy they're kind of reaching back in that regard yeah. but how about play a game in hartford yeah, I mean, that would be a nice throwback if you want to really say something to the people that supported this that? team for a long time. That would be a nice gesture. You know, so I don't know how that plays itself out. I will say, so obviously a couple of years ago, you know, Winnipeg had a team that left, yep. got, a, got an expansion franchise yep. to come back. There's been a lot of push for Quebec to get an expansion franchise or have a team relocate there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Seattle right now is kind of the big buzzword if you're yep. looking for cities to expand yep. in the NHL. Give me a percentage. Is Hartford ever going to have an NHL franchise? I don't know. I think it's probably less than 5%. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just think that there was a thought process that they didn't want a, uh, a team between New York and Boston and sure. that you didn't need to. I've always contended, in, at least in my head, and maybe nobody else's, is that the only relocation that would make some sense, if it made sense at all, was the Islanders. Right, well, because then you you, because sure. then you would take sure. one of the three teams yep. that exists in New York and at least puts it somewhere else that potentially could have a different fan base. Yep. And you know, I don't think they've ever been able to kind of figure out their Nassau Coliseum thing, yeah. right? It's that's right? kind of yeah, it's that's kind of been a mess, and which is too bad, obviously, because that's one of the the storied franchises. Sure. And when you look back, when at you in four cups, cups in a row, yeah, I mean, exactly. Holy cow. That'd be a tough, but obviously they've been 
awful and kind of a mess internally and, and on the ice for yeah they've they, a couple uh, decades. since they right since they were raising cups they've never had another like even five-year run no. No, they really haven't no. the, the playoff appearance here and there yeah now and then that, not, that, not, but not extended nope, relevance though no nope, yeah. exactly i personally i think that would make some sense sure. now quebec That's a good thought. quebec on the other hand i think they have a, a facility sitting there waiting right uh, that's my understanding. I, think, I mean, like I think brand they a, new. They have a built-in fan base. They have an entire province that would get behind the team. That seems like that, that I, would be I, one of the things that would make a lot of sense. Well, and I thought that's what Kansas City did too. Yeah. Uh, right? Does doesn't Kansas City? I mean, uh, is it Sprint? I mean, it, but that's I mean, a good it, question. But I think that's a nice facility too, with mm-hmm. the with the hopes or thought that at least they were going to get, I think, an NHL team. But I don't know. But it, it seems as if from anything I read, it seems like Seattle's kind of the slam dunk yeah. right now. And I know Key Arena is, you know, they're trying to retrofit some mm-hmm. stuff into that, and they're figuring that out. But because they need one more team in the West, I believe. Mm-hmm. Got to balance the power. There you go. <laughs> cool. Well, look forward to that coming up this week. So, hey, big thanks as always to David Folsky, our producer, to Bill Chaves. I'm Alex Heiner. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat next week. Enjoy the hockey, folks.